Okay, everybody, good morning, good morning, good morning. I have to be honest, it's a very hard morning for me and for some of the chevra here. A, ve- uh, a, a very, very big neshama that I knew for probably, probably like 15 years, Mashkazen. I know exactly how long, but he passed away yesterday, a young man, father of three. And he lived in Rabbi Chemish. And um, he really touched my heart, not in his patira, in his life, in his patira as well. But he really, really touched my heart. And um, when I was thinking about him with my talus over my head right now, I just kept on thinking, uh, I, I had an image of him, and every image that I could think of him looked like he was in a state of, of dvekas. Any, any, any image I have of this person. And um, he, he, he was suffering for a while, and he just passed away yesterday. And when I saw him last time, Vashakti came to an event that I was doing in Rabbi Chemish, and uh, he came up to me, and he told me that the only thing that would get him through chemo was just, you know, Shalom Eidah, none of us should ever know. The only thing that got him through chemo was just singing and listening to Everlasting Love on repeat. That's what he told me. I mentioned him recently. Yeah, I mentioned him recently. So, Levi is at, uh, they just changed the time. Levi is at 11.30. Um, so, anyway, it should be right now. I want to sing right now. I want to sing this nigun uh, as if it's the first time we ever sang it. <laughs>
I said this so many times this week and it doesn't get old. 
Um, sponsorship for the month, Shachar and Alex Avram, Rav Shlomo David Pinchas Ben Mendel Sara. This week's been sponsored by Rabbi David and Ilana, sing in memory of Rabbi David's sister, Chasia Basarav Pinchas Tzvi, Rabbi Nisitzirul Aleh Shalom and Ayyotzeit, and memory of Rabbi Tzvi Anna Khan, Rabbi David's grandmother, Rabbi Nitzchan Asara Bas Yitzchak, in memory of Lillian Schneider, Ilana's grandmother, Leah Bas Ephraim, Zevin Jody Stender for the speedy recovery of Miriam Pearl Bas Tova, Yoni and Daniela Berg in honor of their new baby girl, Ora Hallel. Uh, Robert and Jill Kaufman, in honor of their children and grandchildren. Brent and Jolie Eisen, in memory of Chaim Aram and Minyaman Akoyim, that's Brent's Abba on his Yorzeit. Adele and Hai Itzkowitz, commemoration of the Yorzeit of Adele's mother, Basi Rivka Bastzvi, and Ellie Stone, in honor of uh, his dear wife Bonnie's birthday. May she be blessed with true simcha and bracha and everything she does. Amen. And I want to thank the anonymous sponsor for, for this morning, for this morning's learning. You can open up in the Sefer, please, to the Daf Tzadik Bet. What we have to do today is we have to learn a shtickle, a tiny piece in Likutei Maran to understand today's shir. Remember I told you last week, he doesn't usually come, so, he come on so strong, full on, like, Rabbeinu, 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 every line, but when he does, it's a dart. <laughs> when he does, it's, it's, no, it's, it's push of everything in the world. So this is a teaching based on Torah Lamed Hay in Likutei Maran. Torah Lamed Hey, Torah about Shuvah, very special, it's very, very special uh, uh, learning how it be, you know, begins. The first line he says here, Da ki tshuva, hi lashuv et shenital misham. Tshuva is returning something to where, to the place where it was taken from. That's what Tshuva is. It's a very deep sentence. Tshuva is to return something to the place that it was taken from. And we're gonna we're gonna dis- discuss that in today's shir, but there's a line here. There's there's in Os Dalit, I think it was, that I wanted to read out loud. Okay, this is in. We've been trying to understand in this in this in this chabura what menucha of Shabbos is all about, and I, I, the more I was thinking about this, and it came up yesterday in the Reb Tzadik shir for the women, was that the way that the what the world is trying to, um, and and working very hard, and whether it's the New Age stuff, the all the Zen stuff and mindfulness mantras and everything is to bring you to a state of, like they say in, not in Hebrew, but in like Indian, Shanti. You know what Shanti means? Shanti is like Zen, right? But that place of Zen and Shantiness is a state of nothing's happening. You just finally have figured out a way to shut down the chatterbox and ki'ilu reach a place of menucha. That's not a Jewish concept. That's... That's a step on the path. But that's not the actual Jewish concept of menucha, and it's definitely not what Shabbos is all about. And that's what we've been discussing in this year, to understand the, the, the line we say in Mincha, menucha shleima she'ata rotzeba. So here Reb Nachman t- tells us something amazing, and we're going to see it in Reb Yaakov Meir Shechter. But first, I just wanted to read these few words from Likute Maran, Torah Lamed Hei, Os Dalid. Ve'yesh kama bechinas sheina. There's a few types of, of shluf. It's very pleasant for the mind to go to sleep for a little bit. Never killed anybody. Kind of just stop thinking for a little bit to the extent that we can stop thinking when we're in a subconscious state of mind. What's that? Consciously, right? Which is, he says, that's naicha for the mayach. But then Rabbi Nachman says, There's a shluf. 
There's also a Shana within learning. And it doesn't mean to stop learning. It's a, it's, a, it's a matter of what are you learning that gives you the same type of rest that an actual sleep would give rest to the body. <coughs> so he says something far out here. He says, Legabe dveku sabore, Shana hu limud pshatim daraisa. So he's saying people that are so immersed always in learning such deep, <coughs> deep things all the time. So for them to pick up a Mishnah, right, is like a Shana. Not that they go to sleep, but that the act, but like what happens to them, this rest that happens to their brain is considered to be like a, like a form of sleep and rest. Alavai, that should be mamash, what gives us all the rest in the road. Like, oh man, I need to rest. Let me pull a, let me pull a Shulchan Aruch. Like, let, me pull, let me pull down a, a Torah Yosef. Just, I, I need to rest a little bit, right? <laughs> That's my Bechina of Shena. And he bases this on a, a famous, it's a famous, gmar, bless you, famous Gemara in Sanhedrin. Um, now listen to these words If I'm always Davuk and serving Hashem that means, in a nutshell, when I, when I put down the stuff that consumes my mind so much and I have to use, you know, that really I, I, I exercise so many different muscles in my brain, Kivyoko, and I, and I put that, and I'm so immersed in it, but I, I put it down so I could recharge myself. But the way that I recharge myself is by letting go of what I think I need to continue to work so hard on to understand. And I go to Pshatim Doraisa. Rabbi Nachman says, you know what you really basically exercised? Emuna. He says, that's actually Emuna. That you can let go for a second, or for however long it takes, from this need to use your mind the way that you usually use it to understand things. Go to Pshatim Doraisa. Shnai Mikra. Right? Just, just go, go, go to Alphabet. Go back to the basics. And he says, not only is that really a, a, a simon that you really have emuna, but he says, that moach to then go back to the, to the deeper stuff, to the sisrei Torah, so to the secrets of the Torah, you get such a more powerful and strong and sharpened mind. Now, what are the headquarters of emuna? What's the headquarters of rest? Shabbos. Shabbos. So this is... When, when we keep on talking about rest on Shabbos, I mean, we, we, uh, to me, it's actually really strengthened the fact that I, never, I, I barely sleep on Shabbos. I mean, it's given me, not because not I'm getting up at three to learn, it's just with little kids, you, just, you don't really get to sleep so much, especially in these, in these you know, Shabbos of the winter. But it's actually strengthened me, so I, I've actually felt more, and it's hard for me to describe it, I've actually felt, since we've been learning this, more like more chiyus, more vitality. It's a very, it's a very interesting, very strange thing. So now go back inside to Daf Tzadik Bet, the left column, the Inyan. He's going to explain what we just learned right now. Rabbi Yaakov Meir Shechter says, the Inyan shemenucha hi emuna. The concept over here that menucha is literally emuna, like to, in order to allow yourself to rest. 
and let go, you have to believe in Hashem. I mean, we don't think about this, but the fact that we allow ourselves to fall asleep at night is some kind of subconscious level of emuna. Why? Because we believe that Hashem is going to come back and we wake up the next morning. Yeah, and that we have no control, and that everything's okay. It'll be. Now you see, those that have a hard time sleeping, this is brought down in the spine, those that have a hard time sleeping, somewhere in the root of it, is that there's some kind of begam. It's hard for me to say this, but there's some kind of begam in emuna. You think it's, no, I have sleep apnea, all these things, whatever. You can find all the medical conditions that can lead you to this. But it's also this Indian that to, innate, to, to allow yourself that, that menucha, that place of rest, really, really need, it takes, it takes a, a tremendous amount of emuna to basically say, okay, I'm going to do, I'm going to perform 160th of dying now and it's going to stop in a few hours because that's what it is. Right? right? And that's what it is. So here. So when a person's sleeping, they have no control over their body. They, like when a person's awake, so like they, they can watch their back, they can whatever. Right. When they're sleeping, they're totally revolting everything Hashem's saying. You're protected. I'll tell you a Gavalt story you just reminded me of. It's one of my favorite stories. The Eiligir Me'a Shiloach was traveling with his Rebbe, Reb Simcha Bonu and they were staying in a, they had to stay in like a, an inn, what was called a Kretschmer back in the day, right? Like a, one of these broken down uh, motels in the early 1800s in, in Poland. Can you imagine what it, what it was like? One time Reb Shlomo said it's like on the second floor of these motels, whenever anyone would wake up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, the whole motel would like shift to the, to the side. One of these broken down places. So there was a problem though, because the motel they stayed in, that, that place wasn't a, a Jewish motel. It was just, that's all they found. And uh, the Pshischa said to the Meshilach, he said, Motala, his name was Mordechai Yosef, he says, Motala, I'm, I'm, I'm so exhausted, I'm so tired, I need to shluf for a little bit, but I need you to stand by the doorpost so I could sleep, because Shem Hashem is written all over your forehead. It's because there was no mezuzah in the room, so he was his mezuzah for the, for the yeah. You know, I mem- it's an awesome. I remember though, but one time I'm gonna I'm gonna ruin this beautiful moment right now by telling you that one time I did a concert in in, uh, in Boston, <laughs> and someone came up. To, I said that story, and someone came up to me and said, "You're mechanaching the like mamish chinuch uh, pasul right now." I said, "Why?" He said, "Because you're basically saying that it's okay to sleep in a room without a mezuzah." I'm like, "Oh, I phrase." Welcome to Boston. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. You did. Only, <laughs> only <laughs> right, right, right. Only you could say that. But no, Matitia, to go back to what you're saying, is that, you know, the, the pshister is like, yeah, when we sleep, okay, we sleep in a room, Shomer, Daltos, Yisrael, Shin, and Dalit, and Yud, which is a lot of terrors on this, on this Parsha, because of the Shmi, right, the Shel, uh, Kel, Shin, and Dalit, and Yud. Yeah, it's that place of, uh, I, I, bemet. I, I, I'm, I'm guarded, I'm guarded. I need to have a lot of emunah to be in that state of, I'm mamish guarded. A lot of emunah for it. So again, so this whole concept that menucha really embodies having faith, having emuna. Exactly. When is emuna? When does my you know? When does the whole emuna happen? Really. Balelot, when, when what's happening at night, I, can, I go to that place of, of, of menucha, of, of surrender. Of, of surrender, yeah. 
מוכרחים לתת נייחה למולכים, לכביסל. They have to give a little מנוחה to their מויח. I think I told you last week the story of Rabbi Motel Progromansky, when he was visiting the Karlbach household in the 1930s in Vienna, when the doctors told him the only thing you have to make sure right now to physically get well is to stop thinking and learning. Because his mind was racing so much that it affected his body to the extent that he was very, very ill. And this, this, this big god, Rabbi Progromansky, there's a lot of stories about him, he had to, he had to stop thinking. You have to stop thinking and go to the world of emuna, Like I said, it, it, it'll be okay. Not stop thinking and be an idiot, Khalila, But stop using the mind in the manner that the Kedolim use their mind when they're plugged into a sugya. You know, you, sometimes you see on Friday night, we have the schus. For me, it's one of the greatest schus in that. My Rebbe from Hamiftar, Rabbi Schrader, comes and davens here. A lot. I have to explain to you, I mean... This was the first time that I was ever privileged to be in the presence of someone on a daily basis that was literally pacing the base medrash, having conversations with about five or six generations of Rishonim and Achronim in his mind all day long, walking back and forth. Talmud of the, of the Rav. I, in the beginning, I didn't understand. I felt he was, I, when, I, when I first came to Yeshiva, I thought he was just, whatever, this is an Indian, he talks to himself. He was walking up and down the, the base medrash. Do you remember? Remember this? He was, he was doing this all the time. And his, I couldn't believe his mind was racing, racing all day long. Then the greatest thing happened, and he started giving Mashilach shir on Wednesday afternoons, in, in lunchtime. I couldn't believe it. I guess for him, that was the... Ma- <laughs> <laughs> for him, that was the Shana. For him, that's like Emunas Chabaleilos. Like... It'll, it, it'll be okay. Again, for each person, the level of pshatim da'araisa is probably different, right? But I think over here, what the Rebbe is talking about, Rebbe Nachman is speaking about, is something that we could hopefully all, you know, all, all relate to on a very, a very common level. Ba'menucha etzlam, hi'a'esek be'pshate araisa. And he brings again what we said, basod ba'machshakim ha'shivani z'talmud bavli, ve'lachoshech karalayla bechina semuna, they can continue to draw down godly grasping, meaning levels of dvekas, so meaning to say that the chokhmah of holiness, mekom menuchasa, hi be'emuna u'bepshate oraisa. That this place called Pshatim de Araisa is the, is the headquarters of Emuna and it's the headquarters of rest. Now, in the next paragraph, we would have to spend a few hours just to go over like many different Kabbalistic uh, uh, spheres, but not just the Pshat of it, not just Pshate Sisrei Torah, Imke Sodosea. I want to sk- skip over to the next paragraph. Ulefiha Amur La'el. Shamenucha and the bottom of, of Tzadigimel. The Lefiyah Amur La'el. Shamenucha eina ela kasher ha'adam nimtza b'mekom shorsho. It seems that rest, like the Rebbe opened up that teaching by saying, is only in a place where a person is in his source, in his makom of shorsh. Makom shorsho. Remember the Rebbe opened up the Torah saying, tshuva is to return something to the place that it was taken from. It's an interesting concept, because as much as we say tshuva is to grow, 
Tshuva is actually, it's, it's both. It's both forward and backwards. It's, that's, that's easy to understand because tshuva is beyond time and space, so that, that could happen simultaneously. Yeah? When you, when you make a chet and you do tshuva, that's the I missed, but you're returning back. Tshuva is the returning back of what you missed. Lo evanti. When someone well, does you a can, chet, right? <laughs> I missed. Right? We saw, you spoke about it before, the basketball court. Right, 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 that, right, right, right. So when you miss, the tshuva is the returning of what was missed. Mm-hmm. So it's both, so you're saying that it's backwards. <clears throat> you're, I'm talking about directions right now. Again, the teaching, let, let, me, let me say it again, let's see if we're, if we're stimming. Tshuva means to return something to a place that it was taken from, to go back to its root, Okay? That's, that's how Rabbi Nachman opened up the teaching, Torah Lamedei. It's to return something to where it was taken from, right? Where were we all taken from? Where were we all taken from? What's the Shoresh? What's the Shoresh? What's that place? What's the, what's that, what, is that, what is that place called? It's Ayn, right? It's, 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 menuch, it's, it's, it's nothing. It's Einsof, it's, right? So maybe, maybe later, maybe I'll understand, maybe... This, this will add up to what you're saying in a second. Now we can understand why Shabbos is called the day of Menucha, even though on Olam Azet terms, a, a real year doesn't rest at all on Shabbos. The, the, in Olam Azet uh, terminology. I told you, my brother realized what Shabbos was. The first time in his life when he was in yeshiva, he was, he was learning in yeshiva of Greater Washington, Rabbi Lubyansky. And he said that he, he, he understood what Shabbos was, Mikla Lavatashomahen, which means, um, how do you say that in, in non yeshivish terms? Mikla <laughs> Lavatashomahen, from learning. From seeing the negative, you see what, 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 what is. So he said, right, so he said that in the winter Shabbos, is, I don't know what the, how early Shabbos happens in Maryland, but, uh, you know whatever it was, let's say it was, Shabbos comes in at 4, 4.15. So the next day, uh, one of these young Kola families, the guy came to Shul in the morning, he's like, we had, we, we did it, we made it. He's like, what? He's like, this is before they had kids, right? We were, my wife and I, it was winter, we were in bed by 7.30. He looked at that, he's like, that, I never want to be that Yid, right? I never want to be the Yid that understands that 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 kivyachol that you could get away with the checklist of all checklists of Yiddishkeits by going to three seven thirty after finishing three blot of dafiomi that you missed from Thursday, you could, but that's not that's not at all the sheifa of a yid's menucha of Shabbos. That's not the that's not the sheifa. That's not the aspiration. The aspiration is something something completely different. Shabbos is shoresh haemuna kedosha, shehi shoresh akol. Shabbos is the root of of emuna. And it's the root of everything. And in order to renew myself with emuna, this is amazing. Usually we think, to mischadesh with emuna, what do I need to do? And if I want to be mitchadesh with having my emuna strong, so what do I think I should be doing in order to do that? Work my mind. Huh? Work my mind. Work, my, work it. Work my mind. Work my mind till I have a new understanding, a new hasaga, right? Well, I'm going to keep on learning, learning, learning 
in order to mischadesh emuna, he says it's exactly the opposite. Tzrichim lachzor leshor shovel anuach bo. You got to go to your root and rest in there. Vilachen menuchas kol habria he b'shabes. Therefore, the menuch of all of creation is on Shabbos. Why? Because all of creation is mischadesh on Shabbos. Everything becomes renewed on Shabbos. Zatomeret, something very simple. The art of renewal is not necessarily something that you do with the chokhmah that you use during the week or the chokhmah of, 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 of melacha. It's a different type of chokhmah. But the art of renewal, sometimes we think, I've got to renew my the passion in marriage, right? Okay, I'm going to... Now, I don't want to discourage anyone if they're planning on doing something nice for their wives, but I want to put things in, 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 in context. Sometimes what our wives or what we want in terms of mischadishing the emuna of the love is to go back to the roots of how it began. And when it began, it wasn't because of anything massive that was used to impress your spouse. What was the beginning? What was, the, what was the shorish of the love? The shorish of the love was probably something on a much more simple place, on a much more simple level. Maybe later on you have to spice it up and, you, I don't know, you have to, you have to go, do something like really out there. But the ischachas of the emuna in the relationship means going back to the root of where it began. That can be a, 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 a tea bag that was first used on the first date. I don't know what it is. It doesn't matter what it is. Meaning, each person has it differently, right? Every day. So this is a beautiful, this is a, what he's saying over here. Shabbos is the, is the headquarters of Emunah. It's the headquarters of the renewal of the whole Bria. If we didn't have Shabbos, the world couldn't continue to exist. The whole world becomes renewed and reinstated Kivyacho. Through what? Through Pashtus. Through Emunah. Through, through the rest that comes of Emunah. Top of Tzadik Gimel, Shei Efshar Liskot LeChokma Dikdusha Ela Al Yedei Emuna, Shei Hakli LeKabel Chokma. This place that's called Emuna is itself the vessel to then receive more Chokma when you're going to go out it again and go and take on the world again. The other Rabbe, Afilu Haadam Shekvar Zachal Asagot Naalot VeNizgavot BeBorei Olam. Anyone, even someone that beEmet is a Baal, not just a Baal Kishron, but I would say over here, uh, a Baal Hasaga. A Baal Hasaga. I don't know how to say that in English. Let me just say it in English. A Baal Hasaga. A spiritual achiever that he's really achieved levels of great godly awareness in his life and in the world. Even them, he says, Mukhrach tamid lechazek ulechadeshet kochotav be'emun ha'kadosha. Even him, they have to mechazek they have to strengthen and renew their koyach through holy emuna, and what is that place called? Al yedei menuchas Shabbos zochin lechadesh haemuna veachochma. You know what it is for some big talmidei chachamim to believe that going to a tish without a sefer and swaying with dvekas is okay. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Meaning that it's that that everything's going to be okay if I do that. That that do you understand what I'm saying? It's, I know, you know people like this, like they, they just, they can't. They can't because they, they just, they can't let go. They can't let go. So this, pl- and so you want to tell me that swaying by Tisha's menucha? I don't know, I've sweat, I've sweat more at Tisha and Fabrengen and, and probably done deeper avoda than, you know, maybe hours of learning by a real Fabreng, by a real Tish, by the real Tzaddik. That's not, it's not menucha the way the world calls menucha. 
But Gevalt is that menucha for the sake of his chachus ha'emuna, for the sake of the renewal of my faith, that is one of the tremendous levels of what Shabbos is all about. And why really, the, the, one of the focal points of the Tish by the Hasidim is really like, without that, without that Tish, without the Hitchatshut and Hitchaskut of Emunah, it's almost like, why go back to another week? What am I going to do with this new week? I don't have any Hitchatshut. I can't. I'm not, I'm not, I don't have any Koch. I'm, what am I going to do with it? That is the clean for whatever, for going at it again, even stronger and even deeper. On a physical level, I understand why when someone stops activity, it restores energy. But why on a spiritual level is it like that? That when someone stops, they get more chokhmah to be able to continue again. I'm, I'm not sure I understand the question. You're asking, like, 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 why is it the law? Why does it have to be like this? Yeah, like, no, like, or how is it, like, how is that even, the, like, in the spiritual world, how is it like that, that when you stop something spiritually, you have more chokhmah to continue? I understand physically, but why spiritually also? Like I don't think you're necessarily stopping something spiritually. You're stopping something intellectually. Mm-hmm. No? Anyone see it differently? You're not stopping Kirvat uh, Elokim. You're not stopping Dvekas. You're stopping the manner in which you've, you, you would normally achieve it, maybe. The Moach, listen, our minds are the greatest gift in the world, and the Moach is constantly, especially if, you, if you're learning any Alter Rebbe, you... You know, our, what our minds are doing and the contemplation and, and everything that, that keeps on happening, these bonus and the levels of it, but at a certain pl- place, you know, that, maybe that active work is what we're talking about, but not necessarily a spiritual stop. You can't spiritually stop. So far? Now, one of the things we have to remember is the Gemara says, the Kula Alma, Beshabbos Nitna HaTorah. That means, that means according to everyone, remember the Machlokas, what day exactly was it, Vav, or Zayin, but the Gemara says that according to everyone, the day of the week that the Torah came down and was given was Shabbos. Now we can understand why. Because if we're saying that Shuva is to go back to the place that something was taken from, I have to go to the root, I have to go to the root of it all, to the day on which something was taken from, I did the best that I could with it, I have to do Shuva with it now, Hashem, I hope I understand you better and go back to the root of it. And that's why the headquarters of this concept of Menucha is truly Shabbos. It really is like that. It's almost as if Menucha in, to the rest of the world is the complete opposite of what it is not. 100%. I think so. I, 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 also, I think so. I also think that it's, it's like uh, this concept is crazy to me to think about because when you think about Menucha being the actual work that we need to utilize, take advantage of Shabbos and put the work in with the, with the learning and everything, that yates are hard to, oh man, it's 7.30 at night. I'm so tired. Let me just be more tired on Shabbos than I've been the entire week and want to just sleep and, and, and want to feel, feel like you need to physically rest. Right. I don't think I'm ever as tired as I am on Shabbos. I don't think anyone is. I, think right. I, mean, yeah. I don't sleep during the week. Up, we spoke, what's that? We talk about waking up extra early on Shabbos and the significance of that extra... Oh, because we learned that Ben Ishchai was saying about one hour of learning on Shabbos is like what? Yeah, was, a thousand yeah, hours in the week. Yeah. Early, in the morning, early, Shabbos early Shabbos morning. morning. Yeah. And then one hour yeah. of Zohar on Shabbos. It was like a thousand hours. Right, right, right. Right, right. Hey, listen. These are all things that like we've learned, you know, we've, we've learned them as things that are written inside. But mamish gadol, like gadol, gadol hashimush ayosem If anyone's ever like 
tapped into this and then taken on just a bit more on Shabbos, you actually feel, you actually feel so much more rested. People ask me all the time, it's like, they say, how long do you, how long do you guys dive in Shabbos morning? I said, I have no idea. Why, well, how, how, how is that? What's the question exactly? What time you What time? Tell them to bring a safer. Like, what is that? What, what does that mean? How long is Davani Friday night? I, I, honestly, I don't know. I don't, I don't understand these things. Right. The, the, the text right. doesn't change. Right. Exactly how long is it? It's that, right. Exactly <laughs> we say the same Kabbalah Shabbat that you guys do. What, and then you have more Koyach afterwards to keep on going with the Seuda? Are you kidding me? That's but, but that's, but again, this is what he's saying. What is, but now I just want to give it a terminology now, okay? It's called Hishachus Ha'emunah. That's, that's what it is. That's exactly what Rabbi Nachman is saying, I believe. That's what Rabbi Yaakov Meir Shechter is trying to drill into us. And not just what it's called, but how essential it is. And how like we, everyone always says, oh, you must take a break physically, Matiti. Now we go to physically. You must take a break in order to re, uh, you know, ign- it's the, same thing, it's the same thing when it comes to the way I relate to spiritual matters. I have to take a break from the way that I normally hold on to things. You know how, you know how exhausting it is to always be in control? It's the most exhausting thing in the world. Subconscious, we don't even realize how exhausting it is. It's exhausting. Shabbos comes and says, listen, this is bemet. There is nothing you need to do right now because it's all taken care of. Let go of all the control and now just and now just be. Now just be in the world is mm, I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, and doggone it, people like me. I'm good enough, I'm smart enough, right? Stuart Smalley is not a he's not that's not that's your fault, Jerome. That I, I thought about him right now. I'll tell you later why. <laughs> anyway, a- anyway, we should be privileged that oh, the, this, this type of Shabbos is the way our children see us on Shabbos. And we keep on going back to this. If our children see us experience Shabbos like this, then the soundtrack of Shabbos that they're growing up with is all in major. It's not in minor. <laughs> it's, it's all, it's mom, it's, it's, it's with a smile. It is. It's with, if that's how our children are seeing us with it. Listen, up to a second till Shabbos, it's very rare they're going to see it like that, right? But from the time Shabbos comes in, this Malach Suya, and they're seeing their parents are experiencing, they can't say, they can't put words to this, but they're seeing that their parents are experiencing these chachas saimuna. You're giving them nachla blimitzarim, which is what Shabbos is. You're giving them an, uh, uh, an infinite Yerusha, of what Yiddishkeit is all about, of what Shabbos is all about, of what Emunah is all about. And it's a different, it's a different, it's a different, different ballgame. Uh, we did say that Arab Shabbos is like part of the preparation, right? That was part of the earlier Torah. That oh, like, that was a, yeah. Right, like, like Mincha. we need to, we need to like... Right, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm, being, I'm being easy today. I'm being easy <laughs> because now I'm going to say that winter Shabbos, really, this should be happening from 12, 15. Yeah. Get out, no one will be here next week. What are you talking about? <laughs> No beer next week. But Nachon, we were learning in it last year. We were learning from the Sefer of Reb Tzvi Meyer. Um, his, that, that big blue Sefer. We were learning over there. A lot of tires on this energy is already in the air by Mincha. It's already in the air by Mincha. And Mincha Gdola. Not, 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 
the Mincha minute before Shabbos. Anyway, we should be Zoncha for Yom Shakula Shabbos. We have a lot of very, listen, it's another Shabbos. Just want to say there's, there's a lot of people that are coming again to check out the Kehillah this Shabbos. This is happening every Shabbos. And I, I bless us all to be the best versions of ourselves this Shabbos. Amen. And we should all be Zoncha, the whole world should be Zoncha for Yom Shakula Shabbos. Amen. Shkayach, everyone.